How's it going, everybody? I hope you guys have been enjoying yourselves, and I do like to thank you guys for coming back to yet another episode of The Gloving Paradigm. As you can probably see, I'm going to take a different approach than I usually do. Uh, most of you guys probably have seen me do something like this before, and it's totally fine. This is one of those lessons that I kind of like to talk about because it's just one of those things, my opinion, that not a lot of people want to talk about, or people don't even think is actually a problem when it actually is. Because it's one of those things I feel, at least in my opinion, that we all kind of experience ourselves, and we need to need to work on doing better than that. I don't know if you guys have been noticing in the previous episodes, but uh, my dog's always been sleeping in his little bed. Sometimes you might see him move around, change positions. Kind of get used to that because he's gonna be doing that every time I record because he's that attached to me. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not complaining. But once again, I would like to say thank you for coming back to yet another episode of. The Gloving Paradigm, and of course, I am your host, Peter, aka LPD at Dubuque. We know, we know, we know. And this week, I want to cover Glover's burnout. Run. Now, I know most of you are probably sitting there thinking, oh, Peter, what is this crackpot idea that you just came up with on your own because that's what you do as a content creator? That may be true. I might pull stuff out of my butt because that's what I tend to do sometimes. And I'm okay with that. Ha! Gay! Just who I am. Bless you. Sometimes I like to pull things out of my butt to make a point. That's what people do on the internet anyways. Ooh, that's a good one. At least from my experience. But we're going to have another little gloving fireside lesson. You know, a moment where I can just sit here and talk about a certain situation because Sometimes I don't want to just sit here and keep educating all the time. Like, don't get me wrong. I love making educational content, especially when it comes to gloving. But I definitely want to address things that do happen and a lot of people kind of easily dismiss because reasons. Good thing I brought my vape. So the first question most of you are probably going to be asking me is what is Glover's Burnout? Basically, Glover's Burnout is pushing one's creative energy beyond the point of recovery. Which, if you don't understand what that means, it's basically there is a analogy a lot of people like to use is well water. And if you don't know what well water is, it's, it's water from a well. And if you know how wells work, then you will understand that wells don't naturally fill up really quickly. And like our creative juices, similar to a well, you can run out really quickly if you keep pulling from it without letting it naturally refill itself. So, so, one of the things I definitely want to stress is that when it comes to Glover's Burnout, that the feeling that you have done everything and that there is no more content to be created. And Jesus wept. For there were no more worlds to conquer. At least in my opinion, that's how I feel when I'm being a gloving content creator. Now, I'm sure most of you are probably just sitting here going, oh, Peter, you're just mistaking creative burnout for Glover's Burnout. No, I'm not. I'm actually going to be talking about specifically Glover's Burnout because this is something I've heard plenty of people kind of bring up to me when they're coming to me for ideas. Well, not necessarily coming to me for ideas, but kind of consoling with me about the labors that they're putting in. That was cute. I liked that. I liked that a lot. So, you know, I, I've, I have people on the Discord chat that I hang out with regularly who have been doing, you know, daily challenges, and I don't blame them for this. I think this is a brilliant idea. I like that they're pushing themselves to do this, but they have come to me and were like, 
Yeah, I've come to quickly realize that daily uploads is very, very tiring and exhausting. And yes, I <laughs> believe me, I totally understand. Are you sure about that? I've been there myself. Not with daily uploads, but with weekly. So, I don't blame anyone who kind of have these feelings of such. The other thing I know that a lot of people are probably going to tell you is that you're also going to have this sense of loss of your driving motivation. Which, yeah, that's what Glover burnout is. That's pretty much any form of burnout. And to, to sit here that Glovers don't have Glovers burnout or any form of burnout it is a blatant lie. What? And I really hope you guys aren't telling people that they're that it's a lie and that you know they're just running out of ideas. Well, it's kind of the idea. Now I know a lot of people out here are probably gonna sit here and tell me going, oh, but Peter, don't you mean Glover's Block or plateauing? No, because Glover's Block and Glover's Burnout are two completely different things. Glover's Block, if you guys that you remember from my my, my episode about Glover's Block is that you actually have the motivation and the drive to pursue the craft that you're in. You just are unable to find that starting point, the point that gets you, gets that ball rolling for yourself. Um, okay. That's, that's what Glover's Block is, is that you have that motivation to do so, but you just don't know where, how to start it. The brain is unable or unable to get that starting point to manifest itself, if that makes any sense. If not, it's totally understandable. I, I know a lot of words might come out of my mouth as hooey, but believe me, I'm trying to be articulate as possible. You're the AT&T of people. As much as you can be articulate with words. Yeah, that doesn't really describe it. You're more of a fun vampire because you don't suck blood. You just suck. Anyways, so what is Glover's Burnout if it's not how Glover's Block is? Well. Glover's burnout is you had the motivation and the drive. You had your starting point. You're hitting empty on the tank, basically. That's the difference between Glover's block and Glover's burnout. Is that Glover's block is that you have all the gas in the tank, but your starter's not starting. Glover's burnout is that you had your starter start and got the engine going, but now you ran out of gas. That is basically the best way I'm going to describe the differences between Glover's burnout and Glover's block. Now, Excuse me as I enjoy my coffee here and trying to keep the uh, logos covered as much as possible because uh, hashtag still not sponsored. Jesus wept! Stop saying Jesus wept. Anyways, so with that being said, one of the things I will certainly say when it comes to Glover's burnout is this state of uncertain feeling and emotion that usually comes on as a result of Glover's burnout. And people might sit here and think, oh, that's just your own personal thing. No, I honestly think it is a result of what happens after Glover's burnout and being prolongedly exposed to said burnout. Now, I'm sure most of you are probably sitting there going, well, how can you be prolongedly exposed to your burnout? Well, some people not might not even recognize that they're experiencing burnout as they're going through said burnout. And that's kind of scary to hear. You might want to know why I say that. It's... Because if you can't recognize symptoms or something being wrong, then problems are going to get worse. And if you can't recognize the early signs, you might hit a point of no return. And that point of no return when it comes to Glover's burnout is somebody leaving the community altogether on their own fruition of burning themselves out. And that's something I've kind of experienced myself from time to time. Anyone who's listened to this podcast long enough knows that this podcast was pretty much started and pursued because of a late friend of mine and how much he pushed me to keep going and 
you know, never, never let me give up on, on my craft. As much as, <laughs> believe me, during the 10 years of me doing gloving, there have been quite a few times where I really, really just wanted to give it up. Say what? And just let it go. No pun intended from Frozen. But yeah, I've had many, many times where I've really wanted to give up on, on gloving and just never really saw any more value in it. I, I started losing the value of what I saw in, in gloving many times uh, for the first five years, I would certainly say. And if it wasn't for Sebastian, I probably wouldn't be here making content today or doing a podcast. It's kind of crazy to sit here and think how things kind of kind of progressed from certain points in life. So I kind of wanted to just discuss what are some of the symptoms that maybe somebody's not ex not recognizing at first, which is totally understandable. One of the things I will certainly say when it comes to Glover's burnout that a lot of people probably experience is procrastination. And this is something I hear quite a bit from a lot of the people I hang out with in the Discord chat. And they, it's, it's kind of funny too, because they recognize their procrastination, yet they still pursue it for reasons. I'm not entirely sure why, but... So, with that being said, why should we be concerned about procrastination? Well, you're, you're putting off something that you want to do or something that you have a deadline to and you're procrastinating and putting that off until you, the deadline comes. Well, that's not a good thing. And I understand certain people say that they work better under pressure, but I still don't see it as a good thing because you're, you're putting way too much unnecessary pressure on yourself. Now, if you need that form of pressure to get yourself motivated to do something, okay. A little unorthodox in my opinion. I don't like the idea that people pressure themselves to get something done in order to be motivated to do so. You know, you, you should do that out of the form of passion rather than, you know, something like obligation. <laughs> so what where, where are other symptoms I kind of want to talk about? Well, there's this sense of dread when it comes to approaching the work that you want to work on. So let's say it's a concept you've been working on or maybe it's a video you've been wanting to record or some kind of project that you've been wanting to do within your craft for a while. But every time you think about it, you have this significant, and I mean exacerbated amount of significance of dread of approaching it. That's another huge, well to me that's probably one of the biggest signs that you should be screaming at yourself, oh my god I'm burning myself out. Because if you enjoy gloving like I do, and the idea of recording a show or performing period brings a giant level of dread, and fear for yourself. Are you enjoying gloving at all? Are you actually burning the gloving torch type deal? If that makes any sense? Or is your is your drive there? <laughs> no. No, you're you're dreading it, and that's that's not good. Who who wants to sit there and dread doing anything with gloving like that? Now I, <laughs> I'm not gonna say here and say, oh well, if you're in a competition setting, you should be totally relaxed and totally be all right. No. I understand when it comes to competition settings that it could be extremely, extremely nerve-wracking and you know, I've had points where my legs were shaking and my hands were trembling as I was playing Magic the Gathering tournaments and Super Smash Brothers tournaments and things of that nature. So yeah, the, having that sense of dread while you're in those kind of situations, if it's just predicated from the situation itself, I can understand that and I don't blame you for that. So don't sit here and think that I don't. Some of the other things I will certainly say when it comes to the symptoms is like you're feeling stuck physical fatigue 
you know, irritability is another huge one is that when somebody asks you like how you're doing on your project and your first thing to do is to snap at the person because they asked, maybe you're having a little bit of burnout. Maybe just a little bit. I, I don't know. You tell me. I don't think we're asking the right question. There are a few things I would certainly say when it comes to Glover's burnout in terms of a lot of symptoms besides, you know, just irritability, feeling stuck and literal fatigue is that, you know, you have this state of stagnation where you just, you feel like nothing's happening, you know, literally a form of stasis. The funny thing is, is I feel like that symptom is brought on by the person itself, not by the actual being Glover's burnout. I actually think the person does that to themselves by the product of Glover's burnout, but that's just personally me. You know, you feel like you're not progressing any further, which may be confused with plateaus, which is not the same thing. Plateaus, if you guys actually listened to my previous episode on plateaus, is that you you haven't burnt out and you're not blocked. You just kind of hit what I like to say like a muscle failure point where your body is literally hit its limits in terms of progression. Now, does that mean you have hit your zenith, the apex of your ability as a glover? No, it does not. It just means that your muscles and your body has hit a l temporary limit of its maximum capacity at that time. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. That's why we have these, you know, workout programs where, you know, they make you work really, really hard and they, they make you take a break and then work out really, really hard again. It's because they recognize that your muscles and your body just naturally hit a plateauing point where it's just a muscle failure point, if you will. And giving yourself that break allows you to kind of come back and be able to progress even further. That is the difference between this and Gulliver's Burnout, okay? okay? One of the things I definitely would like to say is that perfectionism and the consumption of production is definitely other signs that really kind of do it for you. Like, every single time you put something out, it's always, you, you don't even like praise the amount of work that you actually put into that one. You just immediately start criticizing everything about it and not a single, single positive note comes from you about your own work. That's to me a, a very, very unhealthy form of perfectionism. Now, do you want to strive to get better? Is it wrong to strive to get better every single time? No, please strive to get better. That is, that is the lessons that you should be taking from every time you post a video or you just make content in general or just perform in general. You, you always want to find that part where you can learn to get better. Sometimes you don't see it right off the bat and that's totally fine. Maybe somebody else points it out to you, that's totally fine too, but if you're the type of person who's sitting there in every single video you put out and every single show you do, you just immediately poke holes in every single thing you do and never point out a single positive, you might be suffering from Glover's burnout because you're having too much of a perfectionism happen for yourself. And I don't blame anyone who wants to be really good right off the bat, first time go, all the way. I get it. It is a military thing, in my opinion, where you just want to do it the first time and you never have to do it again. Get it out of the way. I get it. Totally get it. But to keep striving for that on a constant basis and never allow you to grow and appreciate the work that you have done and you always belittle your own work, you, again, you're burning yourself out. And you're it's kind of more of a self-inflicted form of burning yourself out. And I feel like perfectionism really kind of comes about when it comes to the other symptoms or the other effects that happen, you know, procrastination and the sense of dread and the constant state of stagnation and the physical fatigue, blah, 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 blah. When it comes to the consumption of production, I mean, you, you literally 
are just so consumed in trying to make it better. And it, it's it's funny too because as one of the other YouTubers I follow, he was actually talking about what is known as sunken cost fallacy. Which sunken cost fallacy is basically in a rudimentary way is that you keep sinking costs into aspects of the project that it's only either boasting the aesthetic beauty of it or just kind of useless luxury if you will. So if you don't know what I mean by useless luxury, I am referring to things like a cigarette lighter and ashtray in every door of a vehicle. Okay, so if you think like some of the old Lincoln Town Cars and things back in the day where they actually had that kind of useless luxury, that's sunken cost fallacy. And that can also play into your work. If you're the type of person that's just like, no, I gotta get the right angles, the coloring and the lighting, they all have to be just perfect you might be burning yourself out. And that's another thing you can do is to burn yourself out. Oh, you just gotta, just gotta love that coffee, don't you? Nice. So another thing I'll definitely want to talk about when it comes to Glover's burnout is the remedies of what we can do to help really get us to not have that happen. <laughs> You know, well, I would certainly say when it comes to Glover's burnout, it might be something that just happens and you just don't prepare for it. It might happen as a product of trying to be over-prepared for Glover's burnout. You know, that, that fear of achieving or encountering Glover's burnout could also cause that kind of effect. And I don't blame anyone who, who wants to sit here and be like, well, I don't want Glover's burnout. That would be terrifying. I don't want that ever happening to me. Stop it. Get some help. Yes, I, I get it, that, but <laughs> you gotta do the things you need to do to make sure to kind of at least mitigate those from happening. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, these are the foolproof ways to keep yourself from Glover's burnout. No, if, if you're the type of person who just needs to kind of research that stuff further, that's totally fine. There's plenty of research on the internet that you can find. You know, that's where most of, most of these things that I got for Glover's burnout is literally just creative burnout, but just applying it to gloving. That's just, that's how I work from time to time is literally just take outside sources and, and figure out how I apply it to gloving to make sense of it. One of the things I would definitely say when it comes to experiencing Glover's burnout and trying to figure out what do you want to do to help remedy this is one thing I will certainly say is rediscovering what was your motivation? What was your drive in the beginning? If it was at the very beginning or what was, what was originally driving you forward that you seem to have lost and try to rediscover that, you know? For me, when I experience Glover's burnout, or more commonly for me, specifically for me, is creator burnout. And that's totally fine because, you know, I'm creating content week in and week out on a weekly basis and posting now videos instead of just audio, I'm now posting videos, which it does take a little bit more work. Not much, but it still takes some work. It takes a little bit more work than I originally anticipated. and. Yeah, I felt stupid when I sat here and was like, wow, it wasn't that much more work to do when it comes to video and just my own sense of insecurities putting my face on camera probably didn't help much either. But yeah, I would certainly say when it comes to Glover's Burnout, just rediscovering what was your initial drive? What was the initial thing that got you into this thing that you like? You know, that's, yeah, that's one of the things I'll say. Now, another great idea in my opinion is uh kind of going back to the basics just going back to the basics of what you were doing in terms of gloving was it not necessarily saying that you should just practice your finger rolls and practice your tracing and things like that no i just mean kind of go back to the basics of just what you were doing with gloving like what was it that you enjoyed about gloving and basic 
workings on that. If talking to people online was like one of the things that you really enjoyed and that was probably one of the basic things you were doing in terms of getting better with your craft, maybe that's what you need to do. Or, you know, just kind of reach out is another idea that I would certainly say. Kind of going back to the basics is usually allows you to rudimentarily figure out like where you were and where you lost sight. You know, because sometimes Glover burnout, you just lose sight of what you were doing. I can certainly agree to that. And I can certainly confirm that for myself when it came to certain episodes that I posted in the past. Because boy, oh boy, you listen to them now and it's just, oh, it's so cringy, it's so bad. <laughs> it's kind of funny if you think about it, Lynn when it comes to me on that part too. But moving on from there, one of the other things I would certainly say when it comes to figuring out a remedy for Glover's burnout and while you're experiencing Glover's burnout is maybe you should examine your schedule or your environment. As weird as this is gonna say, like like Alexander Shulgin and Timothy Leary, it's all about that set and setting. If your environment is not going to be positively charged towards gloving or you know supportive of that or even encouraging of that, you, you might have a bad environment for you to actually pursue the content you want to create or just whatever you want to do with gloving. And I don't blame you on that. You know, not everybody has like the luxury of having this ideal magical Christmas land scenario where they can just glove all the time they want and not have anyone say something or interfere in some way or cause any form of inconvenience. That's not what I'm getting at. It is one of those things that sometimes it is just a product of your environment. Maybe you should just go somewhere else to record that video. You know, maybe, maybe go find a really cool backdrop. Maybe do it during the time of, you know, in the evening when the sun's setting and you just have the twilight happening. That's a great setting to do a light show video. I know a lot of people don't have that luxury of being able to, you know, go outside and do that, but maybe just doing it in your backyard. is something as simple as changing the environment. It, it's actually kind of crazy when you think about it, how little, the little subtle changes around your environment or just changing the environment around you as subtle as it could be can have such a drastic effect on on people's abilities to create content or just make videos in terms of gloving and things like that some some of the things i would certainly say when it comes to other remedies is things like maybe seek inspiration you know sometimes you just need that moment where you see something that kind of just strikes that sense of inspiration you just like Oh my god, I want this. I want to do something like this. This now I have this drive. And that could be anything. Maybe you don't even have to be within gloving in order to find that inspiration. You know, you, if you take a break from gloving and look at outside sources, you know, kind of stop to smell the roses that isn't gloving and enjoy other things, you might find your inspiration there. You know, it's one of the things I would certainly say when it comes to my gloving and what has worked for me so well is writing and reading fiction it's it's weird to hear that but it it does it's it's funny because you know as everybody here should know i i absolutely love storytelling and everybody knows that i like creative writing and everybody should know that i like to do both a lot um okay and i feel like that's one of the things that i have that helps keep creative burnout from happening in terms of in terms of gloving because you know there's no deadlines there's no pressure on me when it comes to my creative writing it's just that guilty pleasure that level of solace that i have to enjoy myself and enjoy the things that i like to do and you know write the things i want to write about you know because it's kind of like one of those those just journaling devices for me if that makes 
any sense. But, you know, you have a way of seeking inspiration in that fashion. And sometimes just doing a different activity that's completely different from what you're doing is usually that sense of coming back with a fresh pair of eyes. And with that fresh pair of eyes, you have a new sense of inspiration. That's, that's something I've always noticed at least from what I've observed from a lot of different people. Now you can sit here and say that I'm, you know, I'm pulling stuff out of my butt. Totally fine, because I honestly think half of you guys sit there and think that about the content I create. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I don't know what to say to you, man. I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm really trying, okay? Okay. 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 But here, here's the funny thing. When it comes to creative or just Glover's burnout, something that most people don't sit here and think about when it comes to it is your challenge level. The, the level of what you're being challenged at. So maybe you've gotten down your concepts and you've mastered the techniques behind them. You're able to get the flow through them all and actually have that sense of flow throughout the entire concept from beginning to end. It's complete. You have all these things, but you're just not getting anywhere. Maybe you should examine your challenges where you're at and kind of raise them a bit. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily like, you know, oh, okay, I got that one with this one. Now I got to raise the challenge. It's more of if you have challenges that you are not completing, but you just don't feel like you need of completing them, Maybe they're not challenging enough for you. Maybe you should actually make them a little bit harder for yourself. Because something I've noticed, especially when it comes to the gloving community, is that they will sit here and once they actually are being challenged properly, they gain that motivation and they actually are like, you know what, I'm going to do this, I'm going to get this down, and I'm going to succeed. Yes! Yes! That's sometimes how it works sometimes just raising and now i'm not saying that you need to raise that bar super high just raise it a little bit higher and a little bit higher now depending on how high you want to raise it is up to you just i just want to give you that kind of precaution of don't raise it too high too quickly because then again you burn yourself out because you put such unrealistic expectations for yourself to reach that you burn yourself out trying to reach it you, you know what I mean. Now, if you guys remember from my previous episode of goal setting, then you know you got a big goal. Break that big goal down into smaller goals. That's kind of the the deal. And you can do the same with your challenges if you want to try that. That's that is up to you, the viewer. There's another thing I definitely want to talk about when it comes to another remedy. Is it's is where is it sounds is ask for some coaching and counseling. Sometimes you need somebody to give you the direction because you're just unable to see the direction you need to go. You know, you kind of sit at this this crossroads and you're looking at all four directions or X amount of directions depending on how many directions you can go. I'm not sitting there giving you that definition, but you're sitting at a crossroads and you have no idea where to go. And it happens to a lot of us. It happens to a lot of us. And I mean a lot of us, especially to a lot of newcomers because there's just so much you can go. You just don't know where to go first. And that's where your coaching and counseling comes in. You know, just asking people of the community, people that you hang out with on, whether it's Discord or in person or any other platform that you hang out with people on, any form of socialization, especially when it comes to other Glovers. You know, just asking and getting that kind of coaching and counseling of just figuring out where you want to do or where you want to go is easier than that. You know, maybe something, it's maybe something as simple as like, oh, maybe you're just not challenging yourself in terms of changing the music style that you listen to. Maybe changing up the genres that you usually are gloving to is probably a way to fix that. Uh, or remedy that, I should probably say. I wouldn't say fix, but, you know, an, a method to get past something. But yeah, 
that's one of the many things I was trying to say when it comes to certain remedies. When it comes to certain notes of consideration that I've written down, especially in my lovely little uh, notepad that you guys are probably seeing me staring at during these episodes, which is totally fine because that's how I work. But I have plenty of notes of consideration that I definitely want to talk about. One of the things that I definitely want to talk about is the morale in the workforce. Sometimes when it comes to your creative burnout, which, you know, or Glover's burnout, whichever word you want to use at this point, I don't. I don't really care. But when it comes to morale in the workplace, that's something that can affect your creative juices and can actually drain that creative well, if you will, uh, to cause you to actually have lovers burnout by default or by, by product. You guys know what I'm talking about. That's something I definitely wanted to stress is that maybe sometimes stuff at work is causing you to do that and that's that's never a good thing, and I wouldn't really want anyone to be dealing with that kind of crap, but sometimes you know, work gets like that. I've had plenty of work environments that were not very, very positive or very, very supportive of things like gloving. You know, it it's something that a lot of people are not very familiar with. And when people see things that they just don't understand, they just tend to dump on it a lot for some reason. Instead of, you know, educating themselves, it's, we're not going to get into that episode. We're going to get into that discussion, period. I think that's probably a different episode on its own. But the other thing is, like, like morality at work. Maybe the, the morale at home is not very positive. Maybe, now I can't sit here and assume everybody, but I'm just going to sit here and say, maybe you're somebody who's still living with their parents, and your parents are always arguing, and there's always this level of hostility happening at home. It's not a really good environment to help you kind of get those creative juices going. The, another thing that can pull from that creative well. The funny thing is that I definitely want to sit here and stress when it comes to this creative well that I keep referring to in this little analogy is that this well is more of just your overall morality of energy, if that makes any sense. Um, what is that supposed to mean? It probably sounded really weird. Allow me to explain. We all have a, a energy meter. We all have that thing that is affected by a lot of different factors, whether it's the environment, the people we hang out with, the content we consume, whatever the case may be. It all draws from this same well of energy that we have within ourselves. And there are other points in life that, that drain us from that well and that does pull away from our creativity. So as a segue into my next point, sometimes your priorities just need to be aligned, right? So certain things may be taking time to to figure it out and just take precedence, you know. You got bills to pay, you got mouths to feed, you got a house to keep, you know, keep running. Ain't nobody got time for that. You got all these things and that's something you just need to take into consideration. Unlike me, I hope that if you're someone who's trying to make content that has no set schedule like I do that just take that break just just give yourself a moment until it's a better time for you to make that video or make whatever content that you're trying to make or go to a performance you know if if you feel like you are obligated to go to a venue or a festival because the people need the entertainment and you feel like you need to oblige that entertainment you're gonna burn yourself out you know and that's that's not setting a priority for yourself you're prioritizing everybody else's needs over your own for no benefit at all. And I'm not saying that, oh, you, should, you shouldn't go to a festival or go to a venue and 
you know, perform for people and just enjoy the enjoy the ride. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if your priorities is I must go to this festival in order for me to be happy because I have to make other people happy, that's that's the problem in my opinion. You're not doing it for you. You're are feeling this obligation to do this for somebody else. How is it any fun for you if it's an obligation to somebody else? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I heard that. I wish I didn't hear that, but I just heard that. I mean, think of this fashion. Are you excited and, you know, motivated to pay your taxes? No, you are obligated to pay your taxes because of the laws and what all. Are you happy about paying your taxes? <laughs> I don't know anyone who sits there and goes, I love paying my taxes. Like, it's that's just that's, that's how it is, you know? So when it comes to your priorities, Yes, gloving, if gloving is important to you, gloving is important to you. But you do have other things that do take sense of precedences and you need to address those. And if, because those other priorities could be causing your, your burnout. It could be causing that kind of stress, that sense of dread, because you're sitting there going, oh, I have to make this. I got to do this. You know, I got to work on this thing. But your mind's not worried about that. It's more worried about other things. You want to get rid of that sense of worry. So make sure to get your priorities straight. Not now, I'm not saying that everybody's priorities are wrong and they're not in the right place. Just when it comes to you feeling that burnout, just take a step back and think about the priorities that you have and kind of re readjust them. It's, at least that's what I'm trying to, trying to convey here. So here, here, here are the things I would certainly say when it comes to my final note on, on Glover's burnout is that just like when it comes to when it comes to plateaus, not as much as Glover's block, Glover blocks high. I had some this happen from time to time, but I see it more with burnout and plateaus. Is that you just need to take a break, you know, just take a simple break and not think about gloving so much. Now I know some of people, some of you people are probably sitting out there going blasphemy. Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? You know, I, I get it. <laughs> I totally get it because I love gloving just as much as you do. And it's something I'm extremely passionate about. Clearly, I'm passionate about this. So I've been doing this podcast for two years now. Which part of that is supposed to shock me? And I've made over 90 episodes on, on, of content. All right. It's, it's just, what does that tell you? Nothing you do matters. Your existence is a lie. But taking breaks is still very important. You got to let that well refill. You got to let it naturally come back. You cannot sit there and cram it with more creative. You can't grab more creative juices and fill up your well that way. No, you got to let it naturally come back. I, I don't know where people can sit here and think that, oh no, I can just keep on going and 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 never hit, hit that burnout point. That's a damnable lie. And I can certainly tell you as somebody who's been doing this for two years now that yeah, I've had points where I've had creative burnout where I've just literally have no freaking idea of what I needed to come, you know, come up with. What topic I need to cover, even though I have plenty of topics to cover. I have an entire thing called the concept catalog. I just also don't want to sit there and crank out eight episodes of the same kind of content like concept catalog or archetypes of loving. Cause I feel like you guys would get bored of that. And rightfully so, because who wants to sit there and literally go through eight episodes, eight weeks in a row on something like concept catalog. A few moments later. So, you know, that's just one of the things, you know, and of course I already told you guys about Glover's block and plateaus and how these, these terms do not mean the same thing. They're just symptoms or effects that happen throughout a Glover's career. So you can take it as you will. It's, it's all up to you. I'm not telling you how you should do your gloving or whether or not, you know, there's only one way to do about it. 
I want to bring awareness to the dangers of what happens when people really push themselves and they can hit that point where if they're not giving themselves enough time to breathe, they'll burn themselves out, you know? That's where you're gonna start hearing the people like, maybe I should give this up. Especially when it comes to like environmental factors, like maybe your friends and family aren't very supportive of gloving. And I can definitely 100% relate to that because I have friends that to this day still yell at me and get angry with me that I still glove. I don't know why they get mad at me, and you might be wondering why I'm still friends with them. It's mostly just because some of those friends I went through enough crap together with them that it's kind of hard to let that friendship just die. But the other thing is that I, I live in a place far, far away from them that if my only interaction with them now is through the internet, it's just gonna be through the internet. And I'm okay with that because at least that energy isn't physically around me, you know what I mean? I know some people kind of laugh at it and just like think it's just a quirky thing, which is totally fine. Gloving is a quirky thing. It's people putting gloves on with lights at the end of them, wiggling their fingers in somebody else's face. I don't see how it's not quirky. <laughs> Oh my god, you're so weird! Alright, I'll make you a clone. But yeah, so I think that pretty much covers everything I need to cover on this episode. And it's just something I, I wanted to address, especially in this kind of format, because as much as you guys know I like making educational content, sometimes I just want to sit down and talk to you guys, because let's just be real here. I'm a normal human being. You're a normal human being. Hey, what does it matter, you know? We're both just humans trying to make our way through this crazy world. You're the worst. What? This whole idea that, you know, internet personalities are these godlike beings that they can just be available all the time and not be a just regular schmo like you. It's kind of crazy to see or think that people think that. And I don't know why, but I, ho I hope that this episode really makes that point kind of clear is that the people who make content on a regular basis, like such as myself and other peoples in the community, there are plenty of them, I can certainly point them out. It's something I always kind of want to help people remind themselves is that, yeah, we're all just, you know, human beings. We all have our limitations and we all have our limits in terms of exertion. And to be upset when somebody hits that limit because you just don't have an understanding of what's going on outside of the content that they create, it's a little mean, in my opinion. So that's pretty much going to cover everything in my episode. It's over now. We got to go. If you have any questions that I did not cover in this episode, you do have the various places to get it up at. Which, of course, you guys know I have a Facebook page. I'm also on Reddit, and I am. In all these other various places, you can leave comments on, especially if you're watching this on YouTube. Do not hesitate to leave a comment, because I will read them. Please leave a comment if you have any questions. It really does help me help you. If you feel like I answered a lot of the questions you might have had, so leave me a comment and say, hey, this was really helpful. That'd be great too. But of course, you know, you have all the various social media platforms you can follow me on or hit me up at. You know, the links with those will be down in the description as well. They'll be showing up in the credits if you guys haven't been watching the entire videos. I, I do have credits. <laughs> so, you can always watch it till the end to see that. <laughs> no. But of course, I will also end it on the note of if you like the content that I create and you wish to help me create better content, please consider support supporting me on Patreon. A little as $1 a month goes a long way to my first goal, which allows me to do this full time. This is the worst. <laughs> I don't think I need to go any further than that. But yep, I certainly hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I certainly hope you guys kind of enjoyed this more 
just sit down and have a conversation style instead of the standing up, moving around, and doing this constantly. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer! Because that's just how I do my content. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! But yeah, once again, thank you guys for watching slash listening to my episodes. Thank you for your silent moral support to this content and to this insane idea of creating gloving content. But I am your host, Peter, a.k.a. LPD the Buke. And I'll see you guys all next week.